0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1381. It occurred to me to take my medicine, not by spoonful, but just a little at a time, because it was expensive. Instantly, I heard a voice, My daughter, I do not like such conduct. Accept with gratitude everything I give you through the superiors, and in this way you will please me more. When Sister Dominic died at about one o'clock in the night, she came to me and gave me to know that she was dead. I prayed fervently for her. In the morning, the sisters told me that she was no longer alive And i replied that i knew because she had visited me the sister infirmarian sister chrysostom chrysostom asked me to help dress her and then when i was alone with her the lord gave me to know that she was still suffering in purgatory i redoubled my prayers for her however despite the zeal with which i always pray for our deceased sisters i got mixed up as regards to the, the days And instead of offering three days of prayer, as the rule directs us to do, by mistake I offered her I offered only two days. On the fourth day she gave me to know that I still owed her prayers, and that she was in need of them. I immediately formed the intention of offering the whole day for her, and not just that day, but much more, as love of neighbor dictated to me. Because Sister Dominic, after her death, gave the appearance of looking so well, some sisters said that perhaps she was only in a coma, and one of the sisters suggested to me that we ought to go and put a mirror to her mouth to see if it would mist, because it would if she, because it would if she were alive. I said, all right, and we did as we said, but the mirror did not mist, although it seemed to us as if it had. Nevertheless, the Lord gave me to know how much this had displeased Him, and I was severely admonished never to act against, never to act again against my inner convictions. I humbled myself profoundly before the Lord and asked His pardon. I see a certain priest, probably Father Sopotchko, whom God loves greatly, but whom Satan hates terribly because he is leading many souls to a high degree of sanctity and has regard only for God's glory. But I keep asking God that his patience with those who constantly oppose him might not run out. Where Satan himself can do no harm, he uses people. November 19th. After communion today, Jesus told me how much he desires to come to human hearts, I desire to unite myself with human souls. My great delight is to unite myself with souls. Know, my daughter, that when I come to a human heart in Holy Communion, my hands are full of all kinds of graces which I want to give to the soul, but souls do not even pay any attention to me. They leave me to myself and busy themselves with other things. Oh, how sad I am! that souls do not recognize love. They treat me as a dead object. I answer Jesus, O treasure of my heart, the only object of my love, and entire delight of my soul. I want to adore you in my heart as you are adored on the throne of your eternal glory. My love wants to make up to you, at least in part, for the coldness of so great a number of souls." Jesus, behold my heart, which is for you a dwelling place to which no one else has entry. You alone repose in it as in a beautiful garden. O my Jesus, farewell. I must go already to take up my tasks, but I will prove my love for you with sacrifice, neither neglecting nor letting any chance for practicing it slip by. When I left the chapel, Mother Superior, Irene, said to me, You will not go to the catechetical lecture, sister, but will remain on duty. Very well, Jesus. I thus had throughout the day very many opportunities for sacrifice. I omitted none, owing to the strength of spirit I drew from Holy Communion. St. Faustina writes here, It occurred to me, to take my medicine, not by the spoonful, but just a little at a time because it was expensive. This means a thought came into her head to do that, but it is necessary to discern if this comes from God or the evil one. She took a vow of poverty, so saving money was a value, but Jesus revealed that such a thought wasn't from God. Her medicine was important to have the health she needed to accomplish her mission And she should show gratitude for what the Lord provides for her, so we must always discern. Faustina had a visit from a sister after she had died who needed prayers. And later, with the other sisters, when they saw the body, they weren't sure if she was dead or sleeping, and they wanted to see if she was dead, so they wanted to hold up a mirror under her nose to see if there was any breath. The Lord admonished Faustina for acting against her inner convictions. Faustina knew very well that the sister was dead, but she allowed herself to be led into doubt. The evil one wants to do this to us all the time, to confuse us. God wants to help us to stay on the right path. Faustina prayed for Father Sapochko, who had to fight many spiritual battles in spreading the divine mercy message and devotion. And then Jesus laments that souls don't open their hearts to the graces that he wants to share with them. They treat him like a dead object when they receive him in Holy Communion. Let's never do this. Jesus is very much alive and near to us. So let's try to make reparation as St. Faustina does here by loving Jesus and praying and speaking to him. Faustina writes of offering sacrifices to Jesus, and she's immediately given the opportunity to do so when she has to miss a lecture in order to stay on duty. And she offers sacrifices to Jesus all day, and she doesn't admit any because she draws strength from the Eucharist.